previously on Craigsistential Crisis. Sarah, I can I can disarm the bomb. I just I need the coordinates. Where are the coordinates? Oh, Talon, I've been waiting to tell you this, but your haircut's really awful. I can't believe you'd say that. Now, eat my shorts. Uh, hey, this isn't the place we're supposed to be. I thought, oh no. I found this knife on the ground. Mm, that looks like <laughs> you don't think. No. Johnny Two-Tone, I knew it. That raggedy son of a bitch. How could you possibly survive Craig's essential crisis? The bomb was activated. Well, Colin went to bomb defusing school. And that's all she wrote. That was last time on Craig's Essential Crisis. Wow, what a what a winding season it's been. And you know what? It makes a lot of sense why we were gone for so long because we had to deal with the post traumatic stress of almost getting murdered. Yeah. by Johnny Johnny Two Tone. Johnny Two Tone was the villain of our story. God. Hi, Nishka. Hey, it's been a while since you've seen you too. We know. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to get his two cents in while he can. Yeah, he's like, why Why didn't you feature any of my dialogue in the previously on? Well, because it all sounded exactly like that, and we're out here for some variety. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that out of context, when Mishka does have dialogue on this show, it just kind of sounds the same. It sounds the same. And that's not being, being critical of his range as an actor. No. no, no, no. It's just that... He's a context-based actor. Yeah, you really... And that's film. That is the art Isn't of film. Isn't that film? You know, you could take a clip of Jeff Goldblum doing whatever. If it's not in context, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird, and maybe you won't like it. Maybe you won't you like it. You don't know that, though. You don't. You don't. Don't knock it till you It's just... It. It's like method acting. Yeah. Some people can do it. Some people can't. And some people shouldn't. Jared Leto. Oh, roast him. Roasted. And another thing about Jared <laughs> Leto. He's got long hair. Boo. Get out of here. 30 seconds to Mars. More like 30 seconds till I ship myself all the way to the sun because I want to get away so badly from Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. In the weeks we've been gone, we've actually turned into a Jared Leto hate podcast. Yeah, welcome to uh, Leto, Leto can suck. Elitoist. Elitoist. <laughs> That's it. We just, we have to exclude somebody. Yeah. And it's going to be him. Yeah. Um, Hey. Is it really? What an unwanted cameo from the <laughs> fucking ravioli woman. Is it Leto? I'm, I had... I've heard about Obviously, ways. Obviously, I don't care about him, so I wouldn't know. I'm going to, is his first name Giarid? Giarid? Jared. Oh. Oh. Shit. Okay. Ghirardelli Lido? Ghirardelli Lidadelli. That's where he got all his money from. He's part of the chocolate empire. Yeah, that's why he got into the business, because it's his big chocolate father. His big, huge, massive chocolate daddy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, giving him all that money to enter the film studios. Like, hey, uh, Fox Studios, if you want to make this X Men so badly, why don't you, uh, why don't you take this money as a favor and uh, you owe me one for my son, Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli Leto. Leto? Letu? Let. Letu. Let. Letu. Pepe Letu. Ah, that's him. That's him. Hey. Hey. Uh, it's been a bit. It has. We missed you. I'm. We missed you.
Well, you missed us. I just spoke for Talon when I said we missed you. Maybe we did. No, I did. I did. I did okay, I did. it just seemed like you weren't as a hundred percent into it. No, as I totally I was. missed him. I totally missed him. Yeah. Okay. We just took a little break because uh, life got busy. Life did get busy. Yeah. What? I mean, what really has happened since Talon bought a house? I, d- I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I bought a couch, which is almost as good as a house. Almost as good as a house, for sure. Oops. Yep, I'm opening Spotify real quick. <laughs> Just want to check in on my playlist, make sure they're all still there. It's been a while since I've gone on this computer. That's not true. Uh, I cracked my phone screen. <laughs> that's a thing that happened. Wow. Got that's little, what, it was so thing. emotionally devastating that he had to take a long break from Craig's existential crisis just true. to deal with it. I took some paid, uh, paid sick leave uh, mm-hmm. just to get over it. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had a real cold and took a paid sick leave to deal with that. So mm. there's another reason we didn't record. That's true. We were going to get back a little earlier, but somebody. Somebody's immune system took a real hard left turn. Nose time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. We're back here. It's fine. We... We're not blaming anyone for our absence. No. In no. fact, we're welcoming ourselves. Yes. Back into the game. Back into the game. They tried to pull me out, but no, sorry. They tried to. Just <laughs> I tried I, to pull out. I tried to I, pull out, but just when just I, when I tried. tried to pull out, I get pulled back in. Yuck. No, don't make it yuck. I'm talking about car stuff. Oh, got it, got it. What? Yeah. Car what? stuff? Yeah, like cars. Like the movie Cars? Like the movie Cars. Like Lightning McQueen? And, and, and Tomater. Uh, and other characters. That's a movie I've seen only once and will never see again, so that's fine. You know, it's just, of all the Pixar films, it is the most confusing. It's just, what is this world, you know? So cars exist. Did people ever exist? No. Do people not exist? No. How do cars have sex? Here's my question. How are more cars getting made? Exactly. That's that's why. Do they Do they just build new children, or is there some sort of biological thing that happens that creates new car children. I'm down with the theory that cars takes place in like a post-apocalyptic future where humans have all died and cars have gained sentience. And uh, that's 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 cars. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's the it. plot. That's the plot of cars. It is weird. They suddenly have eyeballs. It's it just seems <laughs> it just seems <laughs> like the laziest of all the Pixar movies. Does it? I think so. Name a lazier one. Oh uh, wait. Uh I mean Up's just about an old guy and a child. I mean, at least it's inventive and creative. You know, I'd say the first 15 minutes of that movie are more creative than the Cars franchise. <laughs> it takes a pretty quirky character to say, what if Cars could talk? They did just steal the Chevron car. Yeah. That's true. What is that about? <laughs> Do you, I don't know, my, this is a very uh, specific thing, but my family collected all the Chevron cars. Oh my, in Do what you, form? What form well, are they available? Well, here's the thing. So the Chevron cars, they used to like release them at the gas station, like little models of them what? that like had openable doors and stuff and they were all different characters and my family collected like all of them and they might be worth money now. Who knows? They probably not. be. I don't Much know. Much like Beanie Babies, they probably have not accumulated as much value as people thought they would. Yeah. But yeah, they sold little tiny Chevron cars and my family was obsessed and we have all of them. And when I say all of them, I mean all of them. 
I need to see a photo. I will. I will. When I go home, I yes. will take photos of them for you and send that, them to you. Where, are they just proudly displayed? No, they're all in a box. Oh. <laughs> but I did play with them as a child. Mm, yeah. My God. And when you like moved them, their little eyes went side to side. But their eyes were in their headlights, not their windshields. So. Okay. Because people actually sat inside of the Chevron. Yeah, that, cars. in the Chevron car universe. In the Chevron car universe. P- people existed still, so. So what up, cars? They're two worlds never to be collided. I just wish because it would it would rupture the logic of both worlds. No, I want an explanation. I wish they'd come out with a Cars four that would just explain. Same thing with like they should make a Toy Story five that just explains. They shouldn't. They should. <laughs> How about just one movie that combines both concepts? They just let's explain why toys come alive and and cars can talk. Like it could be an origin story with like a mad scientist. <laughs> Who, you know, finally found a way to transfer a human soul <laughs> into a toy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think I would like to see that. Well, take it now, Disney. Eat it up. It's yeah. yours. Absolutely. Not credit us. Copyright don't, 2019. Don't even think about crediting us. We would not want crisis. This movie written by Craig's Essential Crisis. Welcome to Cars Story 5-4. Cars Story 5-4. Cars Story 5-4. Car Story 54. Car Story 54. Hey. Randy Newman can still do the music. Should we, uh... Sure. Should we start this podcast? Okay. If you insist. I just really wanted to go into a bit where I started singing <laughs> a Randy Newman theme song for Car Story 54. I don't want it. I, let's start sure? now then. I don't want it all. Welcome to you Craig's Essential Crisis. You caught my eye in the grocery line. Misconnection section of America's Favorite List and a deeper dive into ourselves. Wow. You know what? I kind of don't like that. Oh. Well, I didn't write it. I wrote it. (laughs) It was me. Uh, If you don't already know, uh, the Misconnection section of Craigslist is like a place for personal ads about chance encounters that writers didn't get the chance to act on. So they post them here in hopes of connecting again. Yeah. And boy, do we find some, some broken hearts out here, but also some people that I think could actually... Maybe there there could be something there, you know? You know, it wouldn't be the craziest thing ever. And here's the thing. I think we're always... That's a lie. I was about to be like, we're always in the writer's corner hoping they find their misconnection, but that's an absolute lie. Sometimes yeah. they're a little predatorial. Yeah, it depends. But we are we don't make fun. We are laughing with. Laughing, laughing with, at. not at. You know, when people... Generally when people say that, that's just really a way of being like, shut up, you can't criticize me. Ooh, that's not that's true here, though. Not, tra- not true. If you um, want to criticize us, though, you have to leave it in the comments or a five-star review or we won't read it. You can say whatever you <laughs> want to us as long as it has five stars attached to it. I will it. literally read anything. If you want to post your Cars fan fiction in the comment section of a five-star review, you bet your ass I'll read it. Blanket promise. If you want us to read something on air, anything at all, <laughs> put it in 
the podcast review. Barring any stars. hate speech. Yes. I don't know. I kind of want those five Tell stars. Tell him no! Five, hey, five stars is five stars. Um, we should say that this I am Colin Bigelow. Five, and I've sent us. <laughs> and this is our five stars for hate speech campaign to get yes. more reviews. More stars and more places. You know, there's a real untapped market. <laughs> Racist. Right <laughs> Racist. You know, they, that's not true. I feel like the racist market's pretty well tapped. They're pretty tapped. They're pretty tapped. Hey, should we get to cold reading some misconnections from yeah, so Craigslist? Tom's going to read my misconnections cold. He'll never have seen these before. Mm-hmm. And I'll read Tom's misconnections cold. He'll have never seen them before. Uh, and we'll do our best to, to be these people and really inhabit them for a minute. So um, uh, we'll take it away with our first one. Here is this for you. Oh boy, it's a long boy. It is, but I think it's a good way to get back. You know, we're making up for lost time here. We're making up for lost time. Here we go. We made out at my party. I still think about it. I threw a big costume party at my house a while back. You came with some friends and we kept staring at each other the whole night. Later that (coughs) evening. Mishka, I'm a little busy. (laughs) Later that evening, I saw you go outside to the back. And so, I followed you out there. We chatted for a few minutes, and the chemistry was definitely hot. When I saw that we were alone, I asked if I could kiss you. You said yes, and started making out on my back porch. I wanted you so bad, I took your hand and led you to the side of my house to try and stay out of sight. Our costumes were so damn hard to work around. I wanted to take you right then and there, but just as I was taking apart your costume, your friends came and found you. I still think about you and those sexy lips. Oh, how I'd love to be alone with you again. (laughs) Foiled again by a costume. Am I right? What do you think they were dressed as? That's my question. I think one of them had to have been dressed as Lightning McQueen from Cars. (laughs) That is a, uh, that's a commitment. In a full plastic car exoskeleton. That's hard to work around for sure. It is. It's hard to work around. And I think if we're, because... If there's two Lightning McQueens, maybe you can find a way. But I feel like you have to have mismatched costume pairings, so the other costume would have to be well, equally hard to work around, but like op- in opposite ways. What would be your nightmare costume pairing to walk in on people hooking up as? Um, someone dressed as one. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> here we go. Um. <laughs> I have so many terrible ideas going through my head. Give it to me. No. Tell us. Tell us. Um. The uh, no two. Okay. <laughs> really. Elmo. Sensitive. Oh no. Already bad. Pretty bad. And uh, just Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not even That's as a character. Hot. Just. <laughs> Someone like, dressed as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the movie star. Uh, the governor. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the adulterer. Do you Ooh. remember that when it came out? He had a love child. That was hot news in People magazine in like 2008. That was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. How about you? What's what's? Uh, you know, I was thinking. You know that Rasta banana that people win at uh, carnivals. Uh huh. <laughs> like that. Which I think it's a Fortnite character. Go on. Is it? <laughs> Maybe. That existed much before Fortnite. Oh, did for sure. So much did. It is a Fortnite character. It was explicitly stolen from the carnival circuit. Oh, I believe it. Much like most things. Yeah. But I would say like maybe like the Rasta banana. And I don't know, like a, I don't know, like a, like a sexy nurse. Uh, (laughs) 
just not things. But neither of those would be very hard to get off. Like I'm just, I'm just confused as to yeah, what they were wearing that was so complicated. Like it took so long. Like one of those this inflatable reads- dinosaur things where you like look like you're riding a dinosaur. Oh, you know what? I bet it was two inflatable T Rexes. An inflatable. Everyone oh, thinks shit. that's a fun and quirky costume, and let me just tell you, it's been overdone and it's yeah. hard to bone in. Yeah. So so it's canceled. Um, they're much easier costumes to get to get your your bone. Like in I, on. my Halloween costume, which I will not reveal until later. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be very easy to. It's just clothing. It's easy to get in and out of. I don't like. I don't like complicated costumes. You know what I'm sure, saying? Sure, sure. I mean, the most complicated costume I ever had was made by my mom, and it was a robot <laughs> costume. She was like, "Tallin is not box. getting frisky that this Halloween." I was 19 years old. Uh, um, no, but uh, <laughs> definitely a costume that would be difficult. I would imagine to get in and out of. Yeah, I couldn't bend over or move my arms. It was a chastity costume. You had to have a buddy to, to yes. Aww. Yeah. So. A buddy? A buddy. You just winked, winked just to make that clear <laughs> for the listening audience. You just winked, and that was the sound of your eye. <laughs> my winking. eye clicking shut and open again. Yeah, you got to get that checked out. Well, some of us have eye issues. Um, this also reads, I just want to say, I don't know if I've ever heard one, anyone in their real life say, I wanted to take you right then and there, besides in a romance novel. Yeah, or... It's just this guy's romantic at heart. Is that what that makes him? A romantic? I wanted to take you. I it's wanted, very Fabio. If Fabio? It felt very much to me like, I don't know, pride and prejudice. <laughs> That's also romantic. You just named another romantic thing. Well, not cheap. $2 romance novel. Rude. Well, where's the lie? But it can be romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I haven't read many of them. I apologize to uh, any readers of those. If you if that's your thing, great. You know what? I just we each they, got our shit. They're a multi-million dollar industry. I think they're doing something right. How though? They're so cheap. They're so cheap, but How they're they so the full of quality. Is that what it is? Or are yes. they just easy to produce? Nope, they're full of quality. So, like, some really famous authors have come from them, I bet, right? Yeah, like... J.K. Rowling started there. J.K. Rowling there. started there. David Mamet. Aristotle. Anyways, so this Halloween, when you're trying to get in, just, like, think about that before you leave. In your costume, just, like, how... If I met the love of my life tonight, could I get out of this costume fast enough? Yeah. You know? Uh, all this has reminded me, I was actually talking to a co-worker. Hi, Jacob. I know they listen. Um, we were talking about kind of couples costumes, specifically gay couples costumes, and uh, I believe he'd said he'd seen a, a gay couple dress as Woody and Buzz from Toy Story, <laughs> which is you know you got a, pairing. You've got a friend in yeah. you it, and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how. I've got a friend in me. Um, that's the other awkward thing you should consider when thinking about a, a potential costume for a couple pairing um, that you might that you may or may not be boning in like yeah that's a good pairing for sure romantically maybe not so much Feeling, I don't know yeah the, the, the filmmakers have to decline to comment I, on I the nature I feel like are they you know I, I feel like that's not out of the realm of possibility that Buzz and Woody might be you know sexually involved uh, okay well I don't think they have genitalia is the problem here that's the that's one of them <laughs> That's the main problem. That's (laughs) no, I didn't say that's the main problem with this. (laughs) Disney did put out a statement that was like the only reason, and the only reason that we don't show our Toy Story characters engaging in sexual intercourse is because of their lack of genitalia. But if they had them, we would. 
We there would be no holding us if, back. Actually, or actually, if we introduce a character that has some sort of atomically correct, uh, genitalia, a, atomically, anatomically, <laughs> atomical genitalia, um, it's is very the small. name of the episode. It's tiny. It's at- atomical. <laughs> it's so small. That's the other problem. Some toys do have genitalia, but they are so small. Sorry, can we back up? What toys have genitalia? Well, the that see the common misconception is that Ken <laughs> Barbie's. <laughs> Uh, boyfriend Ken doesn't uh-huh. have genitalia. He does. It's just very, very small. Okay. As a girl who played with Ken dolls, I can tell you right now, there's nothing there. It's smooth all the way around. Go into that. I <laughs> Take me there. Walk me through it. They do have butts, though. All of them have butts. Barbies have butts. Ken's have butts. They've all got butts. But no genitalia. It is so weird. I can't tell you how many times I just... My sister used to have Barbies. I'm so nervous. Okay, yeah. And just to see, like, (laughs) a bin full of naked Barbies is, like, so so often that it's just, like, not even a thing. It just really prepares you for adult life when you walk in on a room full of naked people. It's just like, what's happening here? But I think that's every kid with Barbies. Just at some point, they're going to end up with their clothes off in a bin. (laughs) Like all of us do. Like all of us do. Like all of us do. Right, Mish? Yeah. Yeah. Just like... Hey, do you have one oh, for me? Oh, yeah. We should move on, I guess. <laughs> uh, we just really went down the rabbit hole. Really, really did. Okay, here is one for you to read on Thank my cracked you. phone screen. Oprah, if you're listening, replace my phone. Go on. Joanne Fabrics, M4W. You are a very beautiful woman that work for Joanne Fabrics over by 4th Plane and SR500. You and I saw eye to eye, and we said, hello, I'm 36 years old. I was with my ex-wife in there and my boys. I would really like to get to know you. Please message me with a pic so I know it's you. Dink. That's a wink again for our audience. <laughs> for our audience Sarah members just out winked. there. I just felt like a wink was required at the end of it. Yeah, I, I think I know why you picked this one. Because he was in there with his ex-wife and his boys. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. Um, what, a, what a situation to be in. Going to Joanne's with the ex-wife and boys for a fun... Craft Fabric day. day out. Like a fun... And here's the question. Is the ex-wife an ex-wife at the point that they are in Joanne's? Or are they an ex-wife after the Joanne's trip? You know what I'm saying? Well, I assumed it was already a done deal. But do you do you go to Joanne's... Fa- that feels like a big commitment. Do you just go to Joanne's Fabric with any old person? Mm, with an ex? I, I mean, I wouldn't. Well, neither would I. I would not. It's, uh, it's definitely questionable. So to be in that situation and um, woof, woof, next thing you know, you see just the beautiful woman. Uh, eye to eye, Joanne, the exact I... same height as you. Can I just say, <laughs> there is—it's so rare to find somebody the exact same height as you, and when it is, the charge is electric. I really like the way they highlighted the phrase "eye to eye." It's spelled capital. Uh huh. E Y E. E Y E. Number two. two. Capital E. Y-E. I think they were trying to inject maybe a little, the feeling of like a 90s R&B song into a, this. A little bit of goofy movie. That's what... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we just went yeah. in opposite directions. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I know. Yep. I see what you're saying. Here's the thing. What? That movie means that Gooby has canonically had sex with someone else and produced a baby. Why are we always talking about Gooby has genitalia. (laughs) He's got got one up on Barbie and Ken, let me tell you. Hi, Disney here again. So we do want to make some things clear. (laughs) Yes, it is true. Uh, The classic Disney characters from classic cartoons, such as Mickey, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, all of them do have genitalia. 
Do they? Uh, they do. And you know what? Look back in our archives. Pretty sure we've shown it. So stop asking. We gave it to you. <laughs> it's out there. If you know where to look. Well, we were talking about how if you know if Disney wanted to prove that their characters have genitalia, they'd have to make a movie about it. And may I just say, I think the Goofy movie was that proof. They yeah. were like, Goofy fucked. I'm really looking forward to like Disney Plus Plus. Disney XX. All that late night bonus content that you've been looking for. Right here, right right now. Streaming live into the privacy of your own home because we don't want you watching it publicly. Disney Plus Plus. And it whispers at you when you click it. (laughs) I don't like that. Plus Plus. Put the kids to bed. Stop. 101 Dalmatians. Bet you want to see how that happens. Sexy Cruella and Dalmatians. Don't love it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, listen. What? If everyone else is already writing it, everyone else is already writing that fanfic, Disney might as well get paid for it. Nah. No? They don't need any more money. Let the fan, let I'm not the saying fanfic that they stand do. on its own. You're really killing my career I'm as sorry, a Disney fanfic hopeful. I'm sorry. You're okay. right. You're right. Get the big bucks from Disney itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. go to DigiOans Fabric. Well, here's the thing. Like, if unless you're wearing t-shirts that say ex-wife and ex-husband, what this lady working at Joanne's probably saw was a guy coming in with his ex-wife or with his wife and two children. She probably right. wasn't making eyes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he said that they saw eye, eye to eye. eye. So but they did not say that we were, they were making eyes. They just saw eye to eye. So that's Maybe just they really l- agreed on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, hi, welcome to Joanne's. Um, what are you building today? What are you doing? What's your craft? What you doing? I'm building a birdhouse. Oh, I love a birdhouse. I to I wink. That's how I wink. That's the on mic. <laughs> Yours is much more descriptive. Yeah. Than my thunk. I use a lot of onomatopoeias. 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 Yeah, it's a good word. Yeah. Um, Joanne Fabrics. Joanne's is the place to be. I also feel like drop my pencil. I'm not even gonna pick it up. <laughs> I also feel like. Uh, you know, we get into this a lot of just are the service people ever actually flirting with you? Ever actually? Flirting I'm gonna with go you. ahead and do a, car, a blanket now, but I maybe so. there's we might be wrong someday. Someday we might be wrong. I do feel like Joanne's is a different kind of environment. Usually, when I have gone in, it's kind of quiet. It's staffed by swingers. I'm saying it's staffed by people who are just desperate for connection. Hey, you watch it. One of my good friends works at Joanne's. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, Joanne's is, it, it does feel like a big empty room. It, it could, yeah, it's rarely like bustling in there. It's always I go in and they're like, oh, a man. Not like that, but like. <laughs> We've waited of, so long for of. a man. It's like, <laughs> they're all like, I have three people trying to help me at once. Like, what do you need today? You want glue? You want, you want glitter? <laughs> I'm like, I just, I just need a, a I need some glue sticks, yeah. Well, and they're all like, I'll help him. He's mine. <laughs> oh. Betsy, take your break. He's mine. Nobody ever tries to help me in Joanne's. Well. That's embarrassing. You don't have my magnetism. Raw sexual energy when you're walking into Joanne's. I look into those women's eyes. I see them eye, eye to eye. eye. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a, uh, yep. Do you want another boy? Give me another boy. Mm. All right. Alicia from The Barbers. Vancouver. You worked there a few months ago. Everyone sucks at cutting hair now. I heard you were in photography now. But you still have your stuff. 
I'd be willing to pay for a more decent haircut. Not trying to be weird, just tired of looking stupid. <laughs> Can I just say, we've all been there. We've yeah. all had one oh, yeah. really good, I still fantasize about this one haircut I got like mm. two years ago, and I shamelessly tried to hunt that person down on social media, and t- turns out they left the haircutting business. Ooh. That's it's rough. rough. Yeah. It's rough. And it's I haven't rough. gotten as good of a haircut since. I have been on the hunt for a uh, a good barber for me. Because for a while it was great clips. And then I, I realized I had no idea what I was doing. Were the clips great though? They were adequate. They were. They should be called adequate clips. Just okay clips. Scraping by clips. Just like your hair is now shorter. What more do you want clips? <laughs> That'll be $10. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also, I tried some of the cool hip barber shops around town. One time I went and kind of ended up, I don't know, it seemed like they didn't really know what to do with my hair. And somehow they oh, turned my no. hair into like a small afro. And it was like, this is... This is not what I wanted at all. This is weird. This is, my hair's very round now and that is... <laughs> not what I wanted. I didn't ask for that. That seems very specific oh. what you did, but Okay. Damn. Um, and I've, you know, I've gone to some other barbers where it's like, they're doing okay, but like my hair is just kind of a weird texture. It's not and a not weird texture. Can, not a it's weird just one. It's a texture that not one people are used to. People should be trained more on. Yes. So, uh, I would imagine if I did find that one barber. And it would be a connection for life. Yeah. I was, it's like a soulmate connection. It's important. It's very important. It's very important. And yeah. we have all been there. And I, I, I condone this, uh, Condone's a good thing, right? I yes. stand by this yes, <laughs> Craigslist but I should use words I don't know Condone's what the great. name of. It's good. Uh, I think normally it's used in like a negative context. Like I do not condone something. Yeah. But you but can I use it positively. do condone this post. I understand this. This is a, this is an everyman post. Yeah. We understand this. And they're not necessarily, it's not necessarily like a romantic thing. It's just like a, no, I miss like you. You gave and, me great fucking haircuts. Yeah. Alicia, Alicia from the barbers. Alicia. Everyone else sucks at cutting hair except for you. Alicia, if you're listening, like I know you're into photography now, and that's great. Chase great. your dream, follow your bliss. But you can always have a side hustle. Oh my god, yeah. And Who's, if that side yeah. hustle is getting just, you know, however much you were charging one for a man's haircut, haircut, just be one man's barber for life every couple months, <laughs> rake in that cash. Listen, Alicia, I don't know how you feel about this guy. Maybe you didn't want to cut his hair anymore. But if you have no qualms about it, do it. Do it. Take a take a little leap. Take a little chance. Yeah. Make someone's day. Make someone's day. Cut then their you could, hair. You could use him as a photography subject, maybe, Oof. you know? Yes. Two birds. One stone. One camera. I'd always this is so in it. I just always it would be kind of fun to be a hairdresser. Cause you know, every day's different. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't just you don't just go in and do the same thing fifty times. You do no. slightly different things fifty times. Uh-huh. That's it. That's my uninteresting thought about barbers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's not much to work on there. I apologize. No, no, I think it's a great bit. Do you ever hear yourself saying something? You're like, this is so painfully boring. I wish I could stop. Yeah. yeah. There's been times where I definitely start <laughs> speaking and then I give up halfway through. I'm like, I saw, you know just, what? I apologize. I regret everything. This is a waste of your time and mine. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's the part I think I'd find hard about hairdressing is all the small talk. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, that's the, see, that's a combination that you need for a really good, like, lifetime barber. One, they have to be able to cut your hair well. They need yes. to know your hair. Two, they got to be, like, kind of all right to, like, communicate with. You can't yeah. live you gotta have with have a them. vibe. Yeah. You got to go. And that's the other thing. Like, my last barber did a pretty decent job wow. of cutting my hair. 
the we bedside didn't, We didn't connect was. much. Mm. Very different worlds, her and I. And Trying like, to Oof. meet a connection didn't. Yeah. yeah. And I already felt out of place because it was like a really cool kind of sporty, like haircut place. Sporty? Yeah. Sporty Spice. Yeah, yeah, Sporty Spice. They had, you know, sports stuff on the wall. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, they had sp- sports content around oh, mm-hmm. the place. And sure. I was like, that's a trophy. Are you sure you weren't at a sports bar? I may have been at a sports bar and the barber may have been a bartender. Well... But they cut. They did good. cut your hair, they so did. there's the thing. Listen, I asked them, and as I as mentioned, them. barbers have side hustles. Uh-huh. They're people too. So if you have a really good barber, but that connection's not there, it's like, well, what's going on there? Well, wow. here's a here's a true fact. I always had a great connection with my barber growing up because I didn't get a professional haircut until I went to college. Yeah, and that's a big. <laughs> so my up. barber was my mom, Ooh, is what I'm saying, okay. and we had a thing called a Flowbee, which is like a hair cutting machine that you attach to the end of a vacuum cleaner. Oh, or a tank back. Yeah. And it like sucks your hair in and like Yikes. cuts it. <laughs> it's cool. No, it sounds but very I never, futuristic. I had never been to a barber until I went to college and there was a hair cutting school near me and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling, oh, it's when I shaved half my head and I was like, I don't trust myself to do this. Yeah. So I went to a hair cutting school and they did it for really cheap. Nice. Yeah. Well, I need to do that, I think. A hair cutting school? I might. You've got to be careful. It I also know. takes about 400 years. Why? Because they have, after every step, they have to come have their instructor check it out. It's like a test. Ugh, maybe. You are a test. Are there other things that uh, I can get from schools for cheap? Even if yeah. it's a different, like, you could probably. Culinary school for a quick meal, you know? Honestly, I think you probably could. Okay. It's like on the Great British Bake Off. I've always wanted to work as the crew on that show because you know they eat so good. Probably, yeah. Any, like any so many show. sweet, good, delicious things. What I'm always wondering. Um, what if like, so they cook the food, but then yeah. they have to like, you know, they do the thing where they're like, hey, bring your food up to present yes. it. Okay. Yes. So it's got to sit under some sort of film equipment. It's got to, they got to do all the glamour shots of the yes. food, right? It's just sit there getting cold for like. I think they like have a temperature controlled room where they do that, I would I mean, guess. I would hope so. Cause I'm always thinking, man, by the time Gordon Ramsay's eating that, that cordon bleu. That cordon bleu. That It's not hot anymore. It's, it is not. No, you're right. What if you serve something on flambe? Then you're doomed. Then you're doomed. It's just like, well, now it is just a smoldering pile of ash. It was creme brulee. (laughs) There was one episode of some cooking show I watched where the person made like a ice cream or something and it was like melting really fast. (laughs) And when they finally brought it up to the judges, they were like, hey, like, just so you know, like it's melted because like we were, it was like, they like nodded to the fact that they were filming a show. Mm -hmm. And one of the judges was like, well, did you ask to have it refrigerated? And the person was like, uh. I have to ask. They were, they were filming it, and they were like, well, next time. And then they got eliminated. What? <laughs> You're an idiot for not putting your ice cream in the fridge you clearly have a, to ask for. I think they also were punishing him for breaking the seal of silence about, like, acknowledging the fact that it's not like they cook it and immediately serve it to the judges. It's like See, you broke the lid of, you broke the seal of silence on our fancy mm-hmm. cook world. This happened on um, Bachelor in Paradise recently. Oh. Um, Gonna g- a show surrounded by a lot of controversy. A lot y'all. of controversy. But on the most recent season, I believe it was John Paul Jones who broke the show a little bit when they were on a date. He mm-hmm. was on a date with someone and started actually trying to eat the food that you're not supposed to eat. Oh, no! And this got sick off of it. Like, it wasn't <laughs> really good food. At all. It's like cold chicken and, like, not well cooked. It just what? looks pretty. And just, like... You know, it clearly went on long enough that they couldn't, like, edit Stop around him. it. It was just oh, like, well, shit. fuck. I guess <laughs> we have to 
leave this harsh truth in. <laughs> I didn't know you weren't allowed to eat the food on The Bachelor. Oh, that yeah. Sucks. You can't actually eat that food on dates. I think they do feed you, just not that good looking food. Yeah, it's like a catering. They have like craft services in the corner and you could eat like a handful yeah. of Cheeto puffs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this uh, sex idiot just dove right just in. Sex idiot? Yeah, that's what he is. Okay, got it. Yeah. Like sexy idiot or just? Sure, like a. Like oh, you a, think he's a sexy idiot. I think by uh, to I be on that show, you have to be a certain level of like attractive. Aren't those called himbos? Sure, that's have another good term. Uh -huh. Yes, himbos. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this this himbo just was like, <laughs> well, I'm gonna eat all this food because it looks good. And the date was like, wait, I don't think you. I don't think you're I don't think to do you that. Can do, I don't think can he do. And he's like, I don't care. It looks good. I'm eating it and. Proceeded to vomit. And, oh. But she thought it was very cute. So they're oh. very happy together. They have three kids. I will say I've never liked anyone less after seeing them vomit. But I wouldn't say I've liked them anymore. I just... Yeah, it's no. a human thing. We've all been there. Yeah, normally it's not for eating something labeled do not eat on live TV. Well, <laughs> you don't know my full story. Okay, I don't. You're right. You're don't right. Don't assume. You... Are so right, and I won't. All right, you got one, another one. I'm gonna read another one of yours. Here we go. Princess Fiona, Vancouver. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I really wish there was a way to get to know you better. You are the hottest girl at my work, and that's that's all. They that's wrote. it. Um, Murder. She wrote. Where does Princess Fiona work? It's Shrek. No, I get it. It's Shrek. It's a Shrek reference. No, I get that. Do it's you a understand Shrek that reference. it's a Shrek reference? So what is the deal? Do they just have red hair? I don't know. I don't know. Do they turn into an ogre at night? I don't know. Here's the thing. If I met someone with red hair, they would have to look a lot like Princess Fiona specifically before I would make that reference. Maybe they look like Cameron Diaz. Maybe they look like animated Cameron Diaz. Cameron. Cameron Diaz. Um, cause I feel like, okay, redhead, first one I go to, Ariel from Little Mermaid. Okay, maybe they have like, I don't know, a, a small nose and a rounder face. That's it's Merida from Brave. Like, there's a lot of specific you details. Would, you would go to Merida from Brave before you would go to Princess Fiona? It depends on the specificity of the hair. Is You're it curly? Is it straight? What level curl is it? Is it short? Is it long? Do their ears hang low? Do they tumble to the flow? If they did, what would you call them? If they had long ears? Lady from Lady and the Tramp. Yes. She got red hair. Lady <laughs> from Lady and the Tramp. Exactly. Um, I just like that they know that F Princess Fiona is the hottest girl at the at the at, work. At the work. So can I just tell you, I'm just going to expose my Halloween costume. So this year for Halloween, I'm being sexy Shrek. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. And let me tell you. I know you're asking yourself, how could Shrek get sexier? Relax. No. I'll answer that question with this costume. I wasn't. But the main thing is, it's so hard. Nobody else has really done sexy Shrek. Everyone does sexy Fiona, which I just find is weird. Is what, that weird? Yeah, I mean, a little. What uh, do you even do for that? Apparently, there was some sexy outfit she wore in like the third movie, which, well, to be honest, I've seen once and then never watched again because it wasn't great. Not seen Shrek the third well, featuring Justin Timberlake. We are Timberlake. obviously know what we're doing on uh, <laughs> Halloween night. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but she has apparently this kind of sexy out sexy outfit, and there's like a lot of fan art for it, like an uncomfortable oh, God. amount. Jesus. And yeah, it's just it's a lot, you know. Yeah. It's a lot to handle. I'm sure. So, sexy Shrek. How 
any details on how? No. Ooh, okay. I just want to let you know that when you search Sexy Shrek, you do get some photos. We'll post these on our uh, Instagram, and you can see the Sexy Shrek photos that we're seeing. Uh, We'll post it in Uh, our Instagram story, (laughs) so it doesn't have to live forever there. Nah, it's going to go in our post. No, 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 no. No, 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 don't worry about it. It'll go in our post. Um, Um, But yeah, it's just weird that there's like a lot of uh, sexy Fiona and not a lot of sexy Shrek, so I'm here to break down gender, you know, barriers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be sexy Shrek. Yeah. I'm gonna be bald. It's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, it's my yeah, first yeah. time wearing a bald cap, so we'll see how it goes. I'm a little right. nervous. You're gonna have the ears, I guess, right? Or? I am gonna have the ears. Oh my God. That's a terrible, that was a dumb question. Of course I'm gonna have the ears. Sorry. Get yourself together. I need to know how committed you are. A thousand percent. You do have a Shrek tattoo. I do have a Shrek tattoo. Yeah. Which I also, that Shrek tattoo got featured on the Overheard in Portland uh, ah. Instagram. Yes. Yeah. I did see that. So? So I'm that was a real thing that happened? Someone, who was asking you that question? Uh, I was at a friend's going away party at Richmond Bar. And we were, it got brought up that I had one and I said that. And then somebody heard it and put it in Overheard in Portland. And what was the quote exactly? Uh, the quote exactly was, uh, so what inspired your Shrek tattoo? And I said, well, uh, the film. <laughs> <laughs> And there was, I got a lot of flack in the comments for calling it a film, and I would just like to say I stand by that. Hold it on. is a film. It is a film. Uh, give it ten years; it's gonna be in the Criterion Collection, and I will be laughing at all of you from my heavenly yeah. fortress. Elena and I just watched CNN did a documentary on movies, and it's like kind of by decade from the golden age and every decade then on. Um, and Shrek was a big part of the two thousands yeah. part of that documentary. It was a groundbreaking piece of cinema. Yeah, that was when they started making, that's when animated films started being also for adults. Like, before yeah. that, they were all only for kids, mm-hmm. and then people were like, what if we kind of make this fun for adults, too? And it was so, so funny. That movie's so funny. It, yeah, they'll absolutely, like, be... Go down in history. Honored on its 100th anniversary uh, for achievements in cinema. Like... <laughs> absolutely. Mike yeah. Myers will... Crutch, crutch out yeah, on Yeah, uh, 120 year old Mike, <laughs> Mike Myers. Myers. Is yeah. he 100 right now? How many years in the future did you say it's gonna be? Well, Shrek was what, 2002? Two, uh, uh, 2000, 2000? I should know this. It's you like should know this. 2001, I think. Tenth caller, tell us what, what year Shrek was released and you'll win a trip to our apartment. Uh, it was 2001. I was, right. I was right. I was right. I was right. So, Ooh, yeah, close. so in. <laughs> 2101 uh, Mike Myers will be he's probably what 50 right now ish he's so, older than that I think you think he's older than 55 like 60 something 60 something I would say so okay okay Mike here's the deal you gotta make it just like another another just another 70s uh, another 70 years so just make it to oh uh, you're right he's 56 He's also Canadian. Did I know that? You didn't know that? You didn't know that? No. No? Yeah, he's Canadian. Oh, well. Yeah. Little did I know. Very Canadian. All right. He's also in Bohemian Rhapsody. But Shrek is is. his second. His second. Shrek, uh, best. I mean, (laughs) Mike Myers, best known for Bohemian Rhapsody and Shrek. Shrek. As he should be. Yeah. Interesting choices, Google. Correct choices, Google. Correct choices, Google. All right. Do you think we've appeased the masses? I think so. Listen, here's the deal. Uh, I just want to say thank you. We want to thank you so much for listening to Craig's Essential Crisis. If you like what you heard 
or what you've heard before this, uh, please consider leaving us a rating and a review in, I guess, no longer iTunes, because that doesn't exist anymore. Bye. So, bye, iTunes. So, uh, the, the Apple Podcast app, That's I believe. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, the Apple Podcast app. Please, uh, really, do consider a rating. It helps us get found by other people. Um, and if you, like we said, if you put words in that five-star rating. We'll read it, baby. We will read it out here. We've gotten some new ratings, but not some Not any reviews, ratings. Not so we reviews. appreciate the ratings anyways. Yes, though. thank you so much if You're you have rated us already. You're cute and shy. You're cute fine. and shy, and we love you. And if you want to say some words in there, too, that'd be great. Also, just tell a friend. If you like this show, tell a friend that you think would like it. That's also really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter for... Fun bonus content like, like sexy Shrek like photos. photos of sexy Shrek. <laughs> uh, we also want to thank the incredible Rose Sherman for writing and performing our theme song. You can check her out on Instagram at HeyShermie. Hey, <laughs> I was going to say .com, but that's not right. <laughs> nope, on Instagram. At HeyShermie.com. Uh, don't go there. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, and if you have a misconnection story of your own, or, and I'm opening this door for the first time, if you just want to send a personal ad straight to us to read out here. Sure. Yeah, do it. Uh, you can send it to our email, which is Craig Crypod, that is C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod. <laughs> I hope they don't sue us, at gmail.com, <laughs> or you can use any of our social media spots as well. We've got a new release schedule, so uh, now we will be releasing an episode every other week, right? Yep. Yep, so next every episode, weeks. every those are two different things, aren't they? Every other week and every two weeks? It's every other week, right? I think that's the same. <laughs> I think it's the same. It's going to be every other week. I know for sure that one's right. Yes, yeah. Every other week or every two weeks, however you want to look at it. it. Depending on if you're Canadian or American. Yeah. It's just a turn Use of the metric system. A uh, couple of last minute things. Uh, if you uh, are interested and you're an improviser or even an actor, uh, I'm going to be teaching a uh, physical physicality workshop with our ravioli woman, uh, Elena Afanasiev. We are going to be teaching that at the end of November on November 24th. Uh, check it out on Facebook. It's called Phys Ed, like P-E, so P H-Y-S-E-D, Phys Ed. Uh, come and take a physicality workshop from us about physical comedy and its use on stage. Yeah, and I know you can't see it here in a podcast, but Sarah and Elena are two Physicalizing of the, all of the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> They're really like two of the best uh, physical improvisers I've ever seen. Uh. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, you can learn a lot. I know I would like to be there. Um, other plug would include a show that Elena the Ravioli Woman is directing Woo-hoo! called Impact. We actually did the show before. Uh, Sarah and I are also in it, along with Elena. And an amazing cast. It is an improvised play all about choices. The audience gets to make some, help us make some pretty big choices for the characters. Pretty big. Pretty big. Um, that is going to be performing in LA at the <gasps> Winterfest Los Impro Angeles, baby. Festival for Long Form Improv Los Angeles. On January 9th, 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 Thursday, January 9th at 7.30 p.m. And we'll keep plugging that because it's a ways away from now. But uh, if you're in L.A., you should definitely come out. It's going to be an amazing show, and it's a good chance to see us in action. Whoa! And now, to close out our show, we're going to take a dip into another section of America's Favorite List. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, journeying outside of the Misconnection section, and we're going to do a little segment at the end of the episode. (laughs) I almost just vomited in my mouth for no reason. Uh, Well, I don't like you more. (laughs) Aww. But But do you like me any less? I guess not. Well, there we go. Um, So here is something I've selected from the rants and raves section. I will say it is a reply to a message. I could not find the original. Damn. But here you go. And 
Have at it. R.E. Bigfoot regarding Bigfoot. Thanks for the M.K. Davis Bluff Creek lead. That footage is interesting. Patty, because that's a girl Bigfoot in the film. I'm Tom Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this has been Greg's Essential <laughs> Crisis. How did he know it was a lady Bigfoot? Did she have kids? <laughs> no. I really want to find the she footage. She had titties. She had big Bigfoot titties. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of this show. 